is Radio Mime Troop, and welcome to Tales of the Resistance, a summer of original political comedy radio plays by the confusingly named, always radical, and never ever silent San Francisco Mime Troop. Join us for stories in four classic radio styles, adventure, detective noir, horror, and science fiction. Every two weeks, we will be presenting one episode written, directed, and performed by Mime True veterans and dealing with the revolutionary issues of the day. And now, the San Francisco Mime True presents... If you've got a job that needs to be done, I'm your man. Just give me a call and I'll be there. Just ask for Jade. But first, this word from our sponsor. Tales of the Resistance is brought to you by Nanacam from Nanacore. Before you get in a jam, get Nanacam. 911, what's your emergency? Yes, hello, operator. I've been burglarized. I'm sorry to hear that, ma'am. What's your address? I live at 227 Sunset Road, and the place is just a mess. I can see here there have been 17 burglaries in your area in the last two months. Oh, my. But can't the police do anything? It's hard for the police to track a criminal without Nanacam. Nanacam? Nanacam is designed to protect senior citizens like yourself who are often targeted for crimes. There's always someone hiding in the bushes or waiting around the corner to catch a defenseless elder unawares. Oh dear! But even the boldest burglar knows to stop in his tracks when he sees Nanacam. His image will be recorded and sent directly to the police. But how does Nanacam know what to record? Nanacam's patented technology records all the time, whether you're relaxing on the porch or you've fallen on the stairs. Nanacam is ready to go, and it learns to detect through simple facial recognition who's a friendly visitor from down the street and who's an uninvited guest from the inner city. Sounds great! But I'm not so good at computers and things. I don't think I'll be able to set it up. No problem. Nanacam is straightforward and simple, no matter your age. You won't even need to call your grandkids for help. I only wish I had got one sooner. It's time for the action-packed adventures of the man who is always ready, Jade for Hire. This week's story, The Mystery of the Missing Worker. Come on, Jade, get your feet off the desk. Oh, Maddie, can't a guy relax? Does relaxing pay? Only spiritually. Well, spirituality doesn't pay the rent, Jade, and feet on the desk is no way to do business. She was leaning into my office, and in that knit dress her body was like two servants of jello on a hot day. My body is what? You you heard that? Did you say jello? I thought I was thinking. Well, next time, don't think so loud or report you for harassment. But everyone likes Jello, I thought to myself. You're still talking. She looked at me like I was the last clown in the St. Stupid's Day Parade, and I wondered if I was talking out loud or thinking. Oh, I got a new lead for you. Okay, I thought. I'm thinking. But first... She tossed a folder on my desk with the gentle elegance of a cargo plane, air-dropping manure. Look this over. If you want to get paid, you better see what you can do with it. She left with the cool ease of a... You're talking again. Sorry. I looked through the folder. Inside was a resume, a picture, a guy's life. But the pages didn't tell how it ended for him. One day he's sitting behind his desk. The next everything he had or was is gone, like he never existed. Vanished. Like a white suburbanite smile when they see a black guy like me shopping in their local Whole Foods. 
and nobody seemed to care about what was his name top of the resume in bold letters Derek so the question was what happened to this Derek that made his life fall apart I decided to find out why because my name is Jade and I had nothing better to do last employer on the resume was listed as Jamazon.com so I decided to hit the streets hey there the cop only stood 5'9", but what he lacked in height, he made up for in neck. Can I help you? Well, I could use a hand destroying the institutional racism of our criminal justice system. Overthrowing the... Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Uh, no, officer. I'm fine. I don't recall seeing you around here before. I work here. This building right here every day. Really? He looked at me the way a hungry wolf looks at a helpless baby duck. Are you the baby duck? Cab, mister? So I grabbed the cab. Hey, you! Where to, mister? The offices of Jamazon.com. Righto. And while we're on the highway, I thought about Jamazon.com. Everybody's heard of Jamazon. One of the biggest companies in and delivers packages to the entire world. And their CEO, Chip Bonzo, the richest, smartest, baldest man in history. And Derek had been there from the start. Employee 14, software engineer, 25 years. And then they cut him off like last Tuesday's liverwurst. I like liverwurst. It's hard to get nowadays. I had to work on this thinking to myself thing. Yes, you do. The building was beige and bland and looked like it was designed by art school androids. Half the sign said Amazon.com and the other half said Felice. I went inside and right away was met with a human penis and a blue polo shirt and khakis. His name tag said, Greg. Can I help you? Well, I am looking for some help establishing a workers' utopia. I, I beg your pardon? I'm also looking for information on someone who used to work here. Derek. Uh, the name's Greg. Yeah, but I'm looking for Derek. It's on my name tag. I can see that. Uh, we all have name tags. Is there someone else here I can talk to? You're looking for someone? Yes. Uh, then I'm the person to talk to. I'm Greg. I know everything about everyone here. It's my job. Information services. It says so on my name tag. Under my name. So you know everyone who works here? Yes. Can you tell me about Derek? Derek? Derek. Derek? Derek. Derek! Yes. No. Damn. There used to be a Derek here, but that was before my time. How long have you been here? Uh, six months. All of us have been here six months. Uh, that's when they cleared the decks. Cleared the decks? Some of the Borkers had been getting a little out of alignment, as our CEO says. What does he mean? Oh, you know. Talking out of shop, not being part of the team, setting fire to their desks, and not wearing their blue polos. That's why we're downsizing. The boss says it's easier to keep all us chickens safe if we're in a smaller coop. Safe from... He said something so softly I couldn't understand it. What? It's still too soft. Did you say unions? Shh. There are eyes and ears and noses everywhere. So, the same old story. Money. Moolah. The long green. The stuff that makes the world go around when you're all out of love. They tried to... organize. Organize? Don't say that word! This Derek was probably one of the traitors who betrayed the company with talk of... Uh, <laughs> His fingers tangled like a ball of indecisive sausages. Did you say solidarity? Don't say that word either! Look, buddy. It's Greg. It's on my name tag. I just want to know if he left anything behind. Something that might help me find him. He left nothing, nothing, except an empty desk. 
a cup in the kitchenette, uh, and the dream of a better life, a, a more equitable world, a place where workers are respected and... Oh, no! And round the corner came a security guard with a body by General Motors and a head by Micro Machines. What are you talking about? Nothing, nothing, I swear. I'm loyal. Loyal. I have not seen a penis shrivel that fast since Sister Mary Elizabeth walked into the boys' locker room at Our Lady of the Indecent Proposition. It was him. Can I help you? Well, I could use a hand convincing the foot soldiers of fascism that they should fight for the workers rather than for the corporate overlords. Foot soldiers? I'm just looking for the coffee room. That's down the hall. I went down the hall and found the broom closet that served as a staff kitchen, surprising two co-workers whose privileged Caucasianality I interrupted. And seeing my dark face, they squirted out of the tiny room like the mayonnaise when you step on one of those little packages they give you with a sandwich. I scanned the room, and there, on the counter, behind the towering personalized Starbucks tankards, I saw one actual coffee cup. I picked it up. On one side was the company's smirking yellow logo, and on the other side was the name, Derek. Oh, I see you found it. Good. Take it if you want it. I don't want it. We don't want it. No one wants it. Take it before someone else gets hurt. I could see where some rough hands had stretched the neck of his polo shirt, so I decided to leave. I didn't want to get the little penis in more trouble. But as I was getting back in my cab... Hey, mister. Yeah? I do remember something one of the last people from the... Before times said about Derek. I don't think it will get me in any trouble to tell you. I I don't think so. What is it? It's about his coffee. What about it? He only drank one kind. What was it? Congo Black. Said he wanted to get in touch with his roots. We will return to Jade for Hire after this brief word from our sponsor. Are you tired of all the crime in your neighborhood? Can't sleep at night for fear of being robbed, vandalized, or worse? How about the smaller inconveniences? Uneven, narrow sidewalks that make you trip. Loud, rowdy groups of children with no respect. Maybe it's time for an alternative. Maybe it's time for... The Palms. The Palms. Spend your sunset years on a tropical beach. The Palms. Ease away your fears. It's just within your reach. At the Palms. The Palms is no ordinary nursing home. It feels as spacious as can be. I just love it. Due to recent events, the Palms has undergone a major overhaul, and you can get in on the ground floor. We have 60 years of experience providing quality care and a brand new staff. Best of all, we have plenty of open beds. Usually, there's stiff competition and long waiting lists for nursing homes. Not at the Palms. I like the Palms because they keep staff to a minimum. No pesky nurses bothering you at every minute of the day. You get care if you really need it, and you still have a sense of freedom. The Palms has just been equipped with state-of-the-art nanocams. This means staff can keep their distance, and the savings are passed along to you. I'm learning so much about technology. I only ever see my doctor through a screen. The Palms has life enrichment programs, like computer classes. And the food meets nutritional requirements. Oh, wait. (coughs) Oh, sounds like there's about to be another open bed at the Palms. 
Call 1-800-GO-PALMS to book your virtual tour today. The Palms are not liable for loss of family members or infectious disease. All residents and immediate family members of the Palms are required to sign waivers and NDAs, agreeing to never communicate with press, ombudsman, or government officials about conditions or staffing. Don't wait. Call the Palms today. <laughs> and now, back to Jade for Hire. Congo Black. Huh. Same brand I drink. And only one coffee shop in town carries those beans. Welcome to Hilla Beans. What would you like? I'm looking for a guy. Try the bar down the block. Guy used to come in here, ordered special coffee beans. Congo Black. Oh, you mean Derek. You knew him? Nope, but I was the one that made up his order every week. One pound Congo Black every Sunday night. He liked my custom grind. The hair-knitted woman behind the counter was what you might call attractively middle-aged. But to the thirty-somethings that crowded the coffee shop, she was probably paleolithic. Oh, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Say what? Nothing. That Derek loved his coffee. Not like this crowd. Between you and me, these kids don't know squat for beans. We could use Coca-Cola and lima beans for all they know. Yeah, can you tell me about... Caffeine and sugar is all they want. Chocolate, minted, caramel, drizzled, pumpkin spice, frappadapadoos. I bet if you ate one of these kids, they'd taste like a honey-baked ham. And don't think I haven't thought about it. Really? Don't tell the manager. About Derek. Never saw him. He came in mornings. I drive for Uber Alice in the mornings. Uber? No, Uber Alice. It's like Uber, only with more discipline and uniforms. About his Sunday order. I ground it for him before I left. But once he lost his job... Yeah? Apparently, he'd just sit there in the corner all day, stop putting change in the tip jar. Guess he was getting hard up for money. Bread. Dough. Lettuce. Beans. Beans? It's a coffee shop. We call it beans. Anyway, he stopped coming in a while ago. It's too bad. He sounded like a nice guy. Any idea where he went? Like I said before, try the bar down the block. I stepped outside. The air was full of smoke. <laughs> another night, another uprising. Across the street were two cops in riot gear, and the cheap black armor made them look like bargain basement galactic stormtroopers. Hey, you! I tried to be nonchalant, but I still caught their eye. Can I help you? This was the third time today somebody with a badge had asked me if they could help me. But this time, when I thought how I'd like their help with smashing the police state, I made sure to keep it to myself. Where are you going? That bar. Where are you coming from? That coffee shop. Got all the answers, don't you? Oh, to those questions, yeah. Smart guy, huh? It's better than the alternative. Why, you? Just then, a white woman across the street leaned out of her window in a panic. Help! Help! I don't know what else she said, but I could just make out the words afraid and dark. And the two knights in shining plastic ran off to save her. The dark. For all they knew, her refrigerator bulb had blown. But a white lady afraid of anything dark was enough for her rescue. Anyway, it got the cops out of my hair. The bar down the block had a neon sign. The end of the line. And from the looks of the crowd, a lot of people had already reached it. Look. Brother, people don't come in here to be remembered. They come in here to forget. About my height, my build. You know how many of you guys come in here every night? 
His eyes gleamed as he cracked a crooked smile. What do you mean, a crooked smile? Uh-oh. My wife loves my smile. No, I, I didn't mean... What are you, a plastic surgeon? Going around making people feel self-conscious to drum up business? I'm sorry. How would you like it if I said he entered my bar and plopped his big butt on the barstool like a dead jellyfish? I said I was sorry. Okay. But remember, two can play at that game. About Derek. I told you, I don't remember names or faces. But sometimes, a few of them talk together in that corner. Them? You know, your kind. Brother. Talked about what? I'm not racist, but it's like your people want things handed to them on a silver platter. Whining about how things used to be better. How two jobs for a couple used to be enough. How the government used to not be a joke. How it used to look out for folks. The social contract. The socialist what? Government of the people, by the people, and for the people. You sound like some kind of red. It's the Gettysburg Address. I don't care whose address it is. This is a great country. Gave me everything I have. When I first came here, Listen. I fought for this country. So did I. And then I was a cop. Twenty years. Okay. And don't look at me like that. I wasn't one of those racist cops you hear about. I'm sure you weren't. I was a good cop. This guy, Derek, he had just lost his job. And that's another thing. You people complaining about jobs. I'm not racist, but there's an honest job for any American willing to work. Hell, two jobs. Three. So... He was talking politics. I told you. And this time I do have a glint in my eye and a crooked smile. You all kind of look alike to me. I looked at him. And I wondered if he'd learned to fear black people after he got to this country. Or if it was before he'd ever met one. I can hear you. I know. I stepped out of the bar. A crowd was starting to gather in the street. Another protest. I wondered what it was about this time. Police brutality? Someone busting a union? Corrupt cops or politicians? Power and money, I thought. Power and money. Land of the free. Raise up your fist if you want it to be. Home of the brave. Take to the streets if you are. But I was still no closer to figuring out what happened to Derek than when I started. The guy, like so many people, just trying to live, trying to pay his bills, and to have some dignity. Sure, he sounded like a leftist, but to get dropped out of society like a worn-out shoe. <sighs> I decided to go back to the office. I still didn't have enough to find out why Derek's life fell apart, but I was tired. The sun was going down faster than the stock market when peace breaks out. But when I got to the office, it was like spring cleaning. All my papers were boxed and on the floor. And some other guy was working at my desk. Hey, Maddie, what gives? Time's up, Jade. Time's up? Your weeks. You only get eight weeks, and eight weeks ends today. I just need a little more time. I held Derek's resume up to her. And she took it the way you pick underwear off the clothesline when you realize they still have stains. Time is the one thing you ain't got more of, Derek Jade. And I told you, Derek, you gotta add to your resume. 25 years at Jamazon? Nobody wants to hear that. Jazz it up. Invent some startup or something. This ain't getting you a job anywhere. 
But my office... It ain't your office, Derek. Corporations pay us to let laid-off workers like you use our space to job hunt, and Jamazone only paid for eight after they let you go. Maddie! Now scram before I call security. So that's it. That's it. Well, in that case... And I left her with all my useless resumes and leads and paperwork. Hey, you can't leave this here. Just watch me, jello lady, I thought to myself. I heard that. Yeah, I'm the guy I was looking for. The guy nobody remembered, Derek Jade, the missing worker. A laid-off software engineer with a head full of numbers and a bank account full of zeros. That's me. I'd given my best years to Jamazon, and they didn't give a damn about me. <laughs> Never had. I stepped out into another night of unemployment. I realized this country saw me the same way the cop across the street was looking at me now. Hey, buddy. And I realized, if the people can't make it with the current system, it's not the people that have to change. It's the system. Can I help you? I could use some help starting a revolution. Uh, what? Cab, mister? Hey! Where to, mister? The name's Derek. Oh, they call me Red. Well, it's nice to meet you, Red. Take me... I don't know. Wait a minute. What? Take me to Jamazon.com. Now they'll be closed. That's okay, I can wait. I got a little unfinished business. Okay. I didn't know where else to go. But I did know I wanted a little payback from the place it dumped me out like last night's coffee, yesterday's sushi, like... Like last week's liverwurst. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I'd figure that out later. I had time. Because I'm Derek Jade. And I'm not a private detective, but... I got nothing better to do. You said that out loud. I know. <laughs> Join us next time for the thrilling conclusion of Jade for Hire when Derek Jade says... A computer, a bunch of people who don't want to go out to shop, and a convenient little thing called the internet. It don't sound that dangerous, but when you put them all together, they can spell murder of a union. Jade for Hire is written by Michael Gene Sullivan, directed by Valina Brown. Commercials written by Marie Cartier. Music and lyrics by Daniel Savio. Music produced by Dred Scott. Woodwinds by Dylan Jennings. Audio engineering and sound design by Taylor Gonzalez. This episode of Jade for Hire starred Valina Brown as Maddie. Andre Amaratico as Greg. Lizzie Calagero as Red the Cabbie. Keiko Shimasato Carrero as the barista. Brian Rivera as Primo the Bartender, with additional voices by Marie Cartier, Daniel Savio, and Marissa Ellison, with me, Amos Glick, your announcer, and starring Michael Gene Sullivan as... Jade for Hire. And remember, folks... We're always watching over you. Nanocorp and Uncle Sam. Old Uncle Sam. There's nothing more you have to do. Now you've got your Nanocam. Now I've got my Nanocam. Ah! In two weeks, we'll bring you the action-packed first episode of... Paging Nurse Terse, Paging Nurse Terse. Novice Nurse Susie Terse. The rather rude, tell-it-like-it-is nurse with a heart of gold. Hear Nurse Susie battle the forces of for-profit medicine and corporate health care in... The Price of Infection!
are the San Francisco Mime Troupe, and for the past 60 years, we have been doing political musical comedies for anybody who will listen. The Mime Troupe is a worker-run, multi-ethnic, multi-generational collective of activist artists committed to overthrowing capitalism one musical comedy at a time. And one of these days, we will get it right. Each summer, we tour our shows at a price every member of the working class can afford. Free. But with theaters and parks closed, protesters in the streets, tear gas in the air, and what could be America's last election looming on the horizon, the Mime Troop needed to make sure our message of art, activism, and revolution was part of the resistance. And nothing says revolutionary fervor like radio plays. And for those wondering how a radical theater can survive these capitalist times, it's because of you. The Mime Troop doesn't take corporate sponsorship. You'll never see the AT&T or Comcast Mime Troop. How could we show the hypocrisies of capitalism if we were in bed with the capitalists? So instead, we are in bed with you, our fellow workers. Let's snuggle. And after that, you can support the troop by visiting our website, sfmt.org. Also, learn about the upcoming Vimeo release of our 2015 show about police brutality, Freedom Land. In closing, we'd like to play you This Is The Year from the 1989 Mime Troop show, Seeing Double. That show, about a two-state solution between Israel and Palestine, toured the United States, played off Broadway, and finally in East and West Jerusalem. It was a more hopeful time. Now, today, it is a time for revolution, but this is still a beautiful song. Chance of the dark lie. This is 
Thank you to the San Francisco Arts Commission, SF Grants for the Arts, California Arts Council, USPPP, the Flyshacker Foundation, the Bernard Osher Foundation, the Zellerbach Family Foundation, the Don Stevens and Nicole Bellotti Laugh and Love Fund, and listeners like you. We'll see you next time for more Tales of the Resistance. Resistance.